Hey everyone, welcome back to Young, Black, and Trying. My name is Morgan. And my name is Priyana. And yeah, we know it's been a little while. Yes. Life happens. We had to take a step back, reassess some things, and we're trying something new. Yes, uh, we're trying a new format, and um, hopefully it works out. And um, if you've been listening, or if you just listen, uh, feel free to give us feedback. Um, on today's episode yes so this week you know we took a look at ourselves and our problematic behaviors in past relationships or very recent relationships <laughs> and what we've learned along the way so we're going to discuss some tough topics and <laughs> if you're triggered um we're not going to apologize for that maybe you too well, can think about it <laughs> yes and um i mean with whatever we talk about basically we just um want to start discussing more self-care and like just general care related topics so we do hope that um you know if we do say something that triggers you you know um we do hope that uh you're able to one you know if you think you can handle it great um and if not, uh, maybe you're able to take the appropriate steps to move forward. But hopefully, you know, this could be just an ongoing discussion that we have uh, with each other and with you. And, uh, you know, we're on this we're on this road together. So if it's hurtful or we're, we're not saying we're going to be offensive or anything, but like, yeah, we if you hear anything that's a little triggering. We're trying to help not only ourselves, but hopefully help you. And, you know, the podcast is called Young, Black and Trying. So that's what we're doing. Pretty much. All right. All right, cool. So today's episode um, is called Maybe It's You. So this week, um, I guess in talking about care and like relationship care and everything, uh, the best one to start with is with yourself. 100%. Who got you more than you got you? So we're going to start with uh, the self and who knows, you know, with our topics, you know, we're going to continue going on with self-talk, self-care talk, uh, ourselves and other people, our relationships, romantic, friend, professionally, um, and then just keep going from there. So we are going to take a look at ourselves and um, maybe some of our problematic behaviors um, and problematic, bela- uh, problematic behaviors in relationships um, and I guess with ourselves too and what we've learned along the way. Okay, so um, we're going to ask a series of questions, and again, um, feel free to join the dialogue. Uh, We are on Twitter at YBTPod, and we're also on Instagram. Um, Same handle, Yes. YBTPod. Look at that consistency. So, um, you know, while we're discussing today, uh, feel free to let us know what you think. so what does a healthy relationship look like, or for you look like now? And um, what did it look like when you were younger? So think about that. Um, and you know, we are going to share our answers to those questions as well. Okay, so I guess I'll go first. Sure. All right, so what does a healthy relationship look for me, look like to me right now? Hmm. So I think um, it should be contributing to my personal growth. I think it should be positive. 
I think it should uplift me. Um, and I think it should bring me joy and also at the same time challenge me. So um, when I'm, I'm mostly right now thinking about my relationship with myself. Um, obviously, it applies to relationships with others, too. But, you know, um, in terms of the uplifting part, I have a habit of doing negative self-talk, which brings me down. And it's like I would never talk that way to a friend. So it's like, why am I doing that to myself? So that's really important to me in my relationship, not only with my relationship with myself, but as I'm evaluating relationships with others, I'm looking at, I'm paying attention to how I feel around them and are they uplifting me? Are they contributing to my personal growth, um, et cetera, et cetera. When I was younger, you know, I don't think I thought about any of these things I'm listing. So, mm-hmm. and I don't, don't even think I was even really thinking about a relationship with myself either. Um, I don't know, like, if self, maybe now it is, but I don't even know if, like, self-care was really, like, taught or was really a thing when I was younger. I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. everything, the focus was always your relationship with others, so that was my focus for a while, like, um, you know, specifically with men, I guess, you know, a healthy relationship when I was younger kind of just looked like, you know, yeah, we're going to spend time together. <laughs> be boyfriend and girlfriend get married you know think about all the like psychological things like um you know all these problematic behaviors such as projecting and emotional abuse and etc you know so you don't think about that when you were younger now i'm like attentive to it after you know having a couple block walks around the block (laughs) getting my ass kicked (laughs) But now, yeah, so I guess that's it for me. How about you, Brianna? Um, yeah, so a healthy relationship uh, for me right now, I basically agree with everything that Morgan says. And for me, it is uh, not something so... Uh, and I guess maybe when I first was speaking, I said this was going to be a self-care episode and it's totally about relationships, but it's okay. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but just on that note, um, I've learned, especially very recently that like my relationship with myself is so important and it has to, in order for me to be successful, I have to prioritize myself and put my needs first. So as I'm on this journey to like completing myself, um, a healthy relationship for me would either just complement what I've already got going on um, or enhance it in any kind of positive way. So um, if we speak the same love language, if you know we feel energized while we're together, um, if we are able to, and this I'm pulling from um, the relationships episode of Everyday Therapy, shout out to that podcast, it's great. Um, but I forget woman's name and I'll remember uh, and hopefully include it but she said um, you know find somebody who can teach you more about love so find somebody who will always teach who can you can learn from um, about loving and how to love and I couldn't agree more Um, and when I was younger uh, it was mostly the idea of codependency so you know, a relationship means we're always together and like 
Mm-hmm. We take cute pictures and everybody knows us as a couple and I'm not alone and I don't look lonely to the world and like how it just it just was so superficial and it was such a like basic basic just childish view that was based on like things I've seen in the media or just like how my friends were or like you know in middle school or whatever when the popular girl was always going out with somebody and it's like okay that seems cool right going out yeah right <laughs> and when you think about middle schoolers going out um so yeah. silly so silly but and I think um your relationships with others will also be a reflection of your relationship with yourself. Yeah. So what's that like cliche quote that's like, love yourself first, or you can't expect people to love you when you don't love yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's like very true because now that I'm doing this work on myself and how I treat myself, now I'm not tolerating certain behaviors from other people because mm-hmm. I'm just like, listen, I don't even treat myself that way. So mm-hmm. you're not going to be doing this to me. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. So um, let us know what you think about that. Um, what does a healthy relationship for you look like now? What did it look like when you were younger? Um, sorry, I'm eating an Oreo right now. That's totally unprofessional. But <laughs> um, I encourage anybody to, you know, think of these questions and write them down. And journaling has been super helpful for me as far as... Um, um, just organizing my thoughts and making them make sense. Um, and also, like, if you're the type, you can just talk out loud to yourself, do that too. So those are some questions for all of us. Um, how did you feel when you first spot red flags in a person that you're dating? And how do you usually react in an honest way? So if you're dating somebody and you notice pretty early on that they do or say something that you don't really like or that just you know sets off a red flag um how do you normally respond to those things that happen do you immediately like set a boundary do you immediately say oh this isn't gonna work do you call it out or do you just kind of passively make a note of it and not really do anything like what do you think is your actual normal reaction to red flags and dating so how do I feel when I first spot a red flag? Um, well, actually, I'm going to answer the first question first. How did I usually react? Because I think <laughs> the way I feel now versus the way I feel felt, I don't know, even like a few months ago, it was different. Okay. So usually I was one of those people who would just like ignore it mm-hmm. or think to myself, oh, it's nothing. Like they're just having a bad day or something. And then move past it and like we continue to ignore red flags right until like I'm so deep in my feelings and it's so obvious mm-hmm. <laughs> the situation is unhealthy yeah. and, and I'm thinking about and at that point I'm thinking about how all these red flags showed early on so yeah I was definitely one of those people who would just ignore it um which is like horrible but I think many people can also relate um now, I mean, even most recently, I like had a couple dates with a guy and I saw the red flags like almost immediately <laughs> and ended things immediately. Um, yeah, it's hard work, especially 
I think um, you ignore them when you're not as secure with yourself and you don't know your worth. So you're just kind of like, yeah, that's something small. They're going to change. Mm -hmm. Not a big deal. They're just mm -hmm. having a bad day, even though like blatantly showing you they're yeah. insecure, yeah. <laughs> possessive. Yeah. So I think like as you become more secure with yourself, then it's easier to walk away when you spot those red flags. And that's my personal opinion about red flags. Um, it's and there it's hard to like, um, you know, spot them and walk away as soon as you spot them. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. it's like a difficult thing to do, but um, I lost my train of thought. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So uh, basically, the same thing. Uh, I've noticed, um, and I, you know, I, I don't even know if it's like a way back then thing because I feel like I'm just so used to it. Um, I'm fairly passive, and I am trying to do better with um, knowing my boundaries and trying to set them. Um, I feel like I was tested like yesterday with this, and. Um, it's just really hard, like, especially when, you know, it's somebody that you like, it's somebody that you really want to like, and it's someone who you think um, there's potential in. But I've learned that potential doesn't mean anything these days, and it's all about what people are showing you right in front of your face, right then and there, and to stop holding on to hope that, oh, well, I saw this one thing, and I'm just gonna kind of make a note of it, and then, like, move on. Um, I think depending on the red flag and well not even depending on the red flag if you just see it um, I know now that it's really important to speak up and you know it doesn't have to be in an aggressive way and I know we especially as women tend to um, fear being aggressive and fear coming off as mean especially in heterosexual relationships with men um, but F their feelings, like, who cares, you know, or not even who cares, but just, it's your life, and it's your feelings, and if something doesn't feel right, you should say something, you should do something about it, trust your gut, and um, another thing I pulled from this other podcast is anxiety versus intuition, you know, if it's anxiety, obviously it comes from a place, and you can, you know, dig deeper, but your intuition is just your entire being speaking through you through like feelings so trusting your intuition is a huge sign of confidence and when you have confidence you're able to see something that you don't like that makes you uncomfortable and trust that you will be okay and your situation will be okay um so trusting intuition having confidence in your intuition is something i'm trying to work on um, but honestly in the past i was very good at just being very passive and like okay like just letting it happen and not um and honestly if it's early enough you don't have to bring call them out on the red flag you can just oh, walk yeah. yeah you can just yeah you can just never call them it. again after the date because trust me there are plenty of other yeah. fish in the sea i don't know because yeah. likely especially if they're showing them that early then likely there's like a deeper issue with that individual and you probably just don't want to go back down that path with them <laughs> I feel like, and all, but it also really, and that's true, but it it does depend, I think, now that I'm thinking about it, based on what you just said, it does kind of depend on the red flag. If it's something small, like, 
you chew with your mouth open and I can't deal with that, then it's like, I'll just get through this date and we won't have to talk again. But if it's like he's making racist remarks about the waiter or something like that, then it's like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm going to look at you funny and be like, did you actually just say that? Like, why would you do that? You know, mm-hmm. because people will test you or people will assume that how they're moving is okay. Yeah. So if it's something like really serious and you don't say anything, then he's going to try to hit you up. At, he might try to hit you up afterwards. He might still want to keep in contact. Oh. He should know then and there, like, that yeah. was cool. And, and now, you know, if someone, if you do kind of like, I don't know, if you check them. They, not just he. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyone. If they, if you check them or, you know, they do something egregious, like making a racist comment about mm-hmm. the waiter or something, um, something like that. I would definitely check them. Yeah. But. Like, you, because um, I, I like the whole date go through. I'd be yeah. thinking about what you just said the whole time. Like, yeah. Are you kidding? Because something like that, that's just like, I would check anyone on that. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. It doesn't exactly. matter if I'm dating or on a date with you or not. Um, Sorry if you can hear the sounds of DC, y'all. We're working on getting a real studio. Are we? <laughs> Y'all gonna get what you gonna get. <laughs> you, will t- you will take what we give you. <laughs> um, shoot, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so yeah, you can check them and then you can leave them. Obviously, you know if they want to hit you up again, that block feature mm. is amazing. Ooh, I have blocked so many people. I kind of love it. I want to just keep seeing how long my list will get of blocked numbers. It oh can take goodness. the smallest thing, and it's like, well, mm. if I just meet you and you say something dumb, it's like, mm, I don't need this number in my phone. Okay. Listen, um, I, my block list is probably at like 25 people now. Mm. Numbers I don't know. Yep. If, if I unblock them, they text me, I probably would not know who they were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm. But yeah, that block feature is great. It so. is great. God bless her. I, I don't know. It. That's another thing. I'm kind of just learning like, I don't have to explain myself to you if I don't want to. Absolutely. (laughs) That's so true. It's like, honestly, the best response for this is to just block you because Mm -hmm. why would I take the time and waste my... Mm -mm. Absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, it's okay. Um, The next question is why have you put up with bad treatment and held on to hope in relationships <laughs> okay i wrote this a long time ago i was clearly damn in yeah. my <laughs> your next question i was reading myself. has that ever worked for you <laughs> i was reading myself honestly when i was making this episode so <laughs> this this is um just pure shade the question is why have you put up with bad treatment and held on to hope in relationships and has that ever worked out sis no, um, it has I guess not, not I know. <laughs> No, it has not. Shit. Uh, why do I put up with, or why have I put up with bad treatment? Yeah. Um, like Brianna mentioned earlier, that potential, that idea of what could be mm. if this person changed, even though like they are showing me exactly who they are and that they're probably not going to change. Um, listen. You cannot make anyone change. I just want to put that out there. You cannot make anyone change. Um, you cannot, um, you know, mold them into the person you want them to be. So just remember that next time mm-hmm. <laughs> you are t- 
tolerating bad treatment. Um, but that's why I did it because of that potential, that idea of what could be. And probably also because I was afraid to be alone, which like stems from insecurity. Mm-hmm. So all those things made me stay in those situations. Did that work out? Well, I'm single right now, so I guess not. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Basically all of that. Um, Yeah, insecurity had played or played a major part in why I put up with just poor treatment um, and feeling like in some twisted way I deserved it, like I'm not going to do any better than this. Um, You know, this is the person that is giving me the attention I need now. And I don't want to, I'm afraid of being single to deal with myself, to deal with the Mm -hmm. embarrassment, the made up embarrassment of feeling single, which I absolutely don't feel now. Um, But yeah, I used to think like, I'd rather, you know, try to make this work and try to show this person that I'm worthy of good treatment. So I'll put up with bad. Um, on that journey and with those insecurities you start like blaming yourself for the way the person is treating you Uh, you start thinking something's wrong with you which like has a long term psychological effect so keep that in mind yeah Mm -hmm. Um, have you ever tied self worth into who you are dating and why Um, into who I'm dating Mm-hmm. Like, um, tie like your sense of self, your mm-hmm. sense of importance, um, your attractiveness, like, um, tied it to the person I'm dating. It, if you can think about it, you can say, ah, I was feeling this way because I was with this other person, not like really coming from within. Oh, um, hmm. Sometimes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, give me a second to think about that. Why don't you answer first? Come um, <laughs> again, it was a little while ago when I actually wrote this, so maybe again I was just on kind of the venting path. But um, I guess um, as far as tying self worth into who I'm dating, it's for me. It's like yes, having a stronger sense of self when uh, like at the thought of having a partner Mm -hmm. um, because you know having a partner means you know you're better right it means you know people will treat you differently it means you're desired it means all of these things so it's like it's like what I just said you know I'd rather be with somebody than single because being single means I'm not important it means I'm not worthy Um, it means all of these things when in reality that's completely not true um, but this is, you know, just kind of the cycle that I repeated to myself back then, which is sad now that I talk about it out loud. But, that is yeah. sad. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I guess it, at times maybe, um, especially when I was like a little younger and I guess that kind of ties in with accepting that bad treatment because like you said, you'd rather be with someone than to be single and alone. And I guess that just ties into that fear of being alone. Um, and recently, I don't know if I've, I have tied my self-worth to that, but it's also because I've been actively working on breaking that cycle. 
um, over the last couple years. So, yeah, I mean, at this point in my life, I'd rather, much rather be single than to be in an unhealthy relationship or a relationship that's not serving me in a positive way or challenge me, challenging me or helping me be my best self, pretty much. So, I am content with being alone <laughs> um, right now. And, yeah, I will be, I'm not going to settle, so mm-hmm. I will stay alone. <laughs> Yeah, there's uh on that note, there's absolutely nothing wrong with uh being by yourself. In fact, um I don't know, it just seems like it's a great chance to uh keep learning stuff every day. Like there's nothing wrong with taking time to completely devote to yourself. And um one thing that was helpful for me to get to that point is to do a lot of the hard work and digging to you know, actually look your emotional traumas in the eye and like see them exactly for what they are, take a moment with them, cry, write it out, get angry, feel all the feelings, and really doing the work to pick it apart. Um, This can also be done with the help of a therapist. I actually recommend starting with a therapist. Um, I've been to therapy, it's great. Um, Even though I do do a lot of work on my own, Talk to people that you trust. Talk to yourself. Keep a journal. Um, But once you get through that emotional muck, uh, you start to see yourself in a different light and you start to see potential for yourself. And it makes it like even better to be single because you have all that time and all that space to dedicate to yourself. Um, And And yeah, and with talking to a friend or someone you trust or a therapist, you know, like, get in the habit of, like, checking yourself. Like, I know Brianna had to check me pretty recently. <laughs> but it's easy. So, like, after you do this work on yourself and as you're doing this work on yourself, all right, so you're doing this work and then you get back into dating and it's time to, like, put that, yeah, all that work you did, it's time to, like, put it to, like, test yourself. Like Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, it's one thing to, like, do all these exercises and everything, but... Like, um, you know, I think Fran said this on one podcast. You only can do but so much work by yourself. By yourself. And now you're back in the dating field. You've Mm -hmm. done all this work. You have all this. And dating will do, dating will undo, will unravel and like, will test your, your, your new, Mm -hmm. your new muscles. Yeah. And I've been thinking of her as I've started back with dating too. And it has been and I, I've noticed like oh okay sometimes when this happens this triggers my feelings to react this way mm-hmm. you know just even self-awareness is a big yeah. step so it's like once you get there it's time to um, check your you get in the habit of checking yourself mm-hmm. um, for me like I like you know Rihanna's my kind of my person I tell everything to <laughs> so she's able to like check me or be like alright girl come back to reality <laughs> like as I start romanticizing. <laughs> so it's she's okay. able to it come ha- on She back. does the same for me. Yeah. So it's like, come on back to reality. Mm-hmm. Calm down. And then like, so it's like, <laughs> but no, it's good to have people like that who Morgan can be like. will come out with a book <laughs> or a blog on all of the characters she has met. Oh my goodness. Maybe Ooh. you should just 
have maybe we should do like a special and it's literally just you <laughs> we'll we'll change we'll give everybody fake names right mm-hmm. and like move everybody from cities so no one will be from like cities that people know right I don't yeah know how, but like no no i'm a <laughs> F it. Let's say names. Oh hell no! Never. <laughs> no scratch. It was just gonna be a fun idea, just a special of you talking about. Y'all not gonna check me though. <laughs> Y'all don't know where I live. <laughs> so, <laughs> what are they really going to say? We're not going to name drop or city drop but or it's anything. Just very crazy. But like you do. My point is, you know, you you can only do but so much work by yourself, and you do have to <laughs> go ahead and get back in the dating field. And test yourself, check yourself. It's hard to check yourself, but yeah, yeah, um, um, yeah. And that's really it. And that and yeah, journal too. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Uh, have you set your intentions for your next relationship or experiences with dating? Um, and what are things that you hope to do differently? Um. I don't know. I mean, definitely. Paying attention to how I feel around the people I date and if they trigger anything in me and then look at why I'm being triggered. Um, things I hope to do differently. Um, I'm working on the whole red flags thing because I feel like that's where I get in trouble the most, just ignoring those red flags. So ignoring the red flags, asking their intentions early to see if we're on the same page. Um, and yeah, just asking the person questions because I don't know if I would have with the most recent guy I've dated. I'm not sure if I, those red flags would have been revealed to me so soon if I wasn't just asking simple questions like, uh-huh. "Want to cook breakfast together?" You know, who knew that could be? <laughs> I'm not commenting. <laughs> who knew that something so simple could reveal such a big insecurity, right? So. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so yeah I mean I know I'm ready I used to always say I was not ready for a relationship and like not ready to date all these other things um, but I am ready for a relationship and obviously I'm not my perfect self but I'm doing that emotional work and I hope to meet someone who is also um, doing that emotional work or is willing to do it because I know that's something difficult to do and a lot of people aren't really um, paying attention to their problematic behaviors mm-hmm. um, yeah yeah um, absolutely again I agree with pretty much um, everything that Morgan says uh, for myself um, intentions for my next relationship uh, I would say that I, I want in my next relationship to be genuine and for me to feel completely comfortable in it. Yes, um, and be that, your authentic self. Yes, yes. That is an intention of mine as well. Yes, <laughs> and I think that's so important um, because if the relationship is true, then you both, to me, um, one of the best parts of it is that you both see, understand, accept, and love each other as you are, you know, flaws and all, weird quirks and all, um, just how you are when no one's watching, if they are the ones, if they're one, the only person watching, um, then, you know, you don't feel a weird way about it. And that's something that I felt like I've always kind of 
yearn for just to feel like I can be 100% myself and not be judged or like treated poorly because I'm sensitive but yeah hopefully that's what comes out of my next relationship and things I hope to do differently is definitely just speak up speak up for myself not be afraid of confrontation because I, I usually try to stay away from it which is not healthy all the time um and just yeah making sure that um I'm being real and I'm also being heard amen Ooh. retweet <laughs> all right so those are the questions for this episode uh like I said, we hope you can join in on the discussion. Um, feel free to add us or, you know, just write it down for yourself. No need to share if you don't want to. Yeah, or e- um, also, you can email us. Yes. Uh, is it ybtpod at gmail.com? I think so. But um, I do know it's connected to our Instagram. So if you go to the Instagram, you can click that email thing. Mm-hmm. But all handles should be the same, I think. Yeah. But yes, please share your thoughts. And if you want us to share on the next episode, um, we will. Yeah, let us know. Um, cool. So we're going to skip the affirmation and the girl boss of the week. We'll bring that back in the next episode. <clears throat> girl boss um, of the week is myself. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and any final thoughts or feelings on just any of this? Nope. It was a good therapeutic session. Yeah. Um, yeah, final thoughts, just be yourself, and um, if something doesn't feel right, trust yourself, because you're, mm-hmm. you, you're usually right. And don't take no mess from nobody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, being single is so badass. There's, I can't believe I spent so many years thinking there was something wrong with it, when it's just a chance to be a bad bitch out loud. I mean, you can always be a bad bitch out loud, but it's mm-hmm. like extra spicy sauce of bad bitchery. Um, so enjoy yourself, learn yourself and love yourself all in that order. Amen. All right. Thanks See you for later. Hanging out with us, y'all.